Welcome back to another episode of Living Free with RP. I am your host, the Tubiac Maniac, and today we have Cam over in Canada. The RP diagnosis was pretty devastating to him, and you'll find out why in our episode today. So, here is Cam's journey. All right. Uh, well, first off, welcome to the podcast, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time out today to be on it. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So, introduce yourself to all the listeners. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your family. You know. Yeah, uh, my name is Cam Clark. I live here uh, in the Comox Valley on Vancouver Island uh, in Canada. Um, I'm 30 years old. I sort of, I would say, started my journey with RP and degenerative eye conditions uh, when I was about, how old? I think I was, learned about it when I was about 24. Uh, so it's been a, a good six years now. Um, and I, uh, I don't have any kids yet. Uh, just a, a wonderful partner that's very supportive and uh, very understanding. And, and um, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, been a bit of a bit of a journey so far, but uh, how'd you uh, how'd you feel when you uh, first got diagnosed? Well, so my uh, uh, it was a bit of a it's a bit of a long story because I uh, I I um my career is in the fire service, uh, so I I work as a firefighter. And at the time of my diagnosis, I was actually applying for a job that I, uh, I really wanted. And it actually came up in the medical examination, uh, like the pre-screening for me to get the job. Wow. Um, so there's, and at the time, uh, you know, I'm of course not going to say any names when it comes to the doctors, but the doctor who I was seeing uh, was fairly irresponsible because she gave me a prognosis before she ever gave before we ever found out my um my genetic diagnosis uh so originally she thought that i had something uh called chloridremia and wow. she told me that uh and this was without any genetic testing or anything it was like only a couple days into uh, like I've, i'd seen the doctor a couple times and uh, she told me that not only uh, could I not be in my career anymore, I would likely be blind within five years, um, maybe 10. So, you know, I, that was, it was a huge blow for me in a couple, couple ways. One, of course, because of vision loss and that, that poor prognosis. Um, and then two, you know, uh, having to put, put down a career that I was so passionate about uh, and then feeling lost because it's, it's what I had been doing my entire life. So, um, or, or my entire adult life. Um, so I, I, I didn't really know what to do with myself, to be honest. I, I didn't know where to go, didn't know uh, how to plan for the future um, or any of those things. And, and I, I found that my sort of experience with the doctors was fairly cold. Um, wasn't really given many resources or pointed towards many resources of how to sort of move forward in life, right? So 
it was a challenge. So it was like, a, it's like, oh, you have this. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, doctors don't have good side uh, bedside manners as it is, but when it comes to RP, I mean, that's, that's definitely no secret. I mean, most, most, a lot of people have heard on this podcast have had your uh, similar experience, but then there's a lot of people who've had really good ones. I mean, but I think they've, yeah, depending on the time period, uh, you know, the good over the, the bad experience tends to overweigh and win a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially if they have no, especially when they're just kind of like just throwing a dart at a dartboard and just kind of guessing and, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, you're probably like 10 years blind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and I, and I've seen other doctors since that first one and, uh, they're all like, Oh, well, you know, we don't really know. And, uh, but it, you know, it probably won't be that time period, but right. of course, because that first doctor gave me an actual number, my now sort in of their, that's in your anxiety head. around the whole thing okay. has stopped around for that trace. So, okay. So, yeah. So how do you, yeah. So going now where you are now, I mean, how do you feel? Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, <clears throat> for the most part, I think my horizontal, um, peripheral vision has, has remained fairly intact. I have noticed changes in my visual acuity a bit, um, but, and uh, eye floaters, they're probably my biggest issue. I, those little- um, Yeah, little black dots or whatever. Yeah, little black dots floating around. I get, uh, I get in the way sometimes, yeah. <clears throat> um, but for the most part, uh, I feel like things have remained fairly stable. Um, I only officially got my genetic diagnosis this past november it took that long uh, did you, uh but I did, think what mainly, kind of gene do you have do, do you uh, have? yeah it's it's nr2e3 um which points towards um uh <clears throat> um enhanced s cone syndrome which is falls in a family of rp um, interesting but it's, okay. it's it's fairly rare um so I I think some of the symptoms that I experience are a little bit different than traditional RP. Uh, yeah, like well, yeah. even though my my peripheral vision will slowly you know close in like yeah right like everyone else's. Um, <clears throat> sorry, little dog barking. Behind. It's okay. <laughs> um, it it enhanced S cone syndrome means that I have more. S cones in my eyes. So I'm more sensitive to light. I'm more photosensitive. From right, what I right. understand. Well, yeah. What about nighttime? What about your night vision? Uh, well, those, <clears throat> those added S cones sort of cut out the, the rods. So my night vision is, is um, definitely impacted. And it's, okay. it's, so you it's should, weak, that's similar. Yeah, that's similar to, to traditional RP. Okay. Um, but I, I have found that I don't think that my night vision has declined too fast since I was in my teens. Um, like it's, it, it's always been obvious that I have night vision issues, but, um, right. Right. You know, I, I can, I can still drive at night, um, for now. So. Well, that's good. So I mean, the lights and stuff like headlights and all that stuff still do their job. Like, like they still respond well to them and stuff like that. Yeah. That was like me. Yeah. yeah. I remember like in the twenties and stuff like that. I was pretty much the same thing. People would be like, wait, like if you can't see at night that well, how can you drive? And I'm like, I headlights, street lights, like, you know, yeah, all that's all that yeah. stuff works for me. 
Yeah, it's yeah. fine. So what kind of things do you like to do? What are your uh, what kind of hobbies, interests? Uh, <clears throat> sorry, I seem to have a bit of a cash in my throat this morning. Um, um, <clears throat> I'm a musician. I, I'm a sort of Sweet. amateur singer-songwriter. So uh, I, I vent a lot into my music. And that helps out a lot. I think um, as as time goes on and uh, if the condition progresses significantly, then uh, it's certainly going to be a saving grace of mine. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I, I just say I'm a drummer, so yeah. I look the same thing. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, right on. Yeah, That's like the one thing, RP can't take this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's my main hobby. I, yeah, uh, other than that, I just work a lot. So, so there's nothing. So there's nothing that you used to do that you can't you, you can't do yet. There's nothing that like RP is affected um, those things. I don't I don't like mountain bike or anything. Um, my lower peripheral vision is uh, um, has deteriorated, so I. Like I can't avoid obstacles if I'm on a mountain bike or anything. So that's, oh, yeah, but, you know, right. um, but that's a pretty minor complaint compared to uh, 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 what a lot of people uh, struggle with, with RP. But I, you're still in those. Yeah. You're still like in that, uh, that sweet spot still, like, you know, you're still, as I would say, you're still on the sighted side of things in a way. You're yeah. Oh, definitely. in the mid ground yet. You're not, you haven't reached the middle people where it's like, well, I can, I'm not, I'm not blind and I'm not sighted either. You're still kind of in the camp. You're still in the, in the side yes, of the camp. Yes, fortunately, fortunately. Okay. I'm gonna... You can, you can mingle. People pretty much know, you know, don't realize, you know, you have an issue. And so maybe yeah. I was like, I don't know about you, but I was the blind at night guy. That's what these, my friends used to call me, which I thought was funny. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm the blind hmm. at night guy that's about it well yeah I, I don't think my my friends have noticed that too much no um, my friends don't notice but it, it's girlfriends that notice um that, ah, you know, okay. both my my partner and, and previous girlfriends i've had in the past would be like what you know why why can't you get her on the bedroom in the dark <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, is, is this something you bring up is this with your uh you, you know even with your you know your was it, you say girlfriend right now is that, um, did you bring that up? Like, was that something you brought up or she noticed something or? Um, well, we, we talk about it a bit. Uh, this, my, my current partner has been, uh, been, been excellent and not, not that any of them haven't been when it comes to this, but, uh, um, she, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, we, we talk about it openly, but I think it causes, uh, uh, some anxiety regardless, you know, so. On her, oh, um, on her end? I, on, I think on both of our ends. On both. So. Okay. Yeah. I just wonder, because I'm always like, you know, we don't, I don't, I try to tackle it more and more on, on the podcast, people who are obviously, yeah, in the dating world and, and things like that. And because uh, I'm always curious, like, a lot of us have questions about what do you bring it up now? Should I wait? You know, because what, what if this doesn't work out anyway? So what if there's, you know, maybe there's no point in even mentioning it? And what if they don't take it well? Because it's a commitment. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah, yeah that's, well, that's a big uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, 
You know, I, I think, um, and mind you, I'm speaking from, uh, from a fairly functional place, uh, visually. Um, but I think just like anything, like you need to, it's, it's important to own it. Right. Um, I found the more I've owned it over the years, uh, the easier, um, easier it has been to cope with it. You know, it's, oh, it's yeah. a condition of, it's part of who I am. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And you gotta laugh and, about it. You have to exactly, like, you, know, you yeah. know, you gotta, cause if you get, you don't, you don't want to go the other side to be the mean blind guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah the mean bitter blind guy like you know so that yeah i that's good well it sounds like i mean that's you know like i said this great thing about this podcast is it's not about at what it's not about what stage you are in 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 your rp journey it's where you it's just it's we're, we're all on some type of journey and you know or stages mm-hmm. as they call it and you know and all that stuff so it's it what you share still helps other people because your your feelings on it now obviously might be different than they're going to be maybe in i don't know five ten years you know 15 20 years yeah definitely you know definitely. I, mean, I mean uh i don't know if i, I never actually thought about it to myself to, if, if my feelings about it have changed you know for as long as i've been dealing with it but i don't i i i think i just it's just like it's always been something you have you know you have i mean you just kind of right. yeah yeah and i've I, I have found that the the tough part is like unlike a traumatic event where you grieve for it for a little while and then sort of you can get into that acceptance stage of grief as it's get there. Yeah. continuously deteriorating, you you always have something new to grieve. It's right? a it's a new so, cycle. It's a yeah, it's a new cycle every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had I actually so, uh, had someone on like discuss that before a long time ago when I first started the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they said that. Yeah. I, but, but uh i guess i'm accepting it at the moment <laughs> you're in that you're you're in that yeah. in that phase of things yeah yeah for now, that's for I, now. I never thought i never thought about it until they said that uh yeah that like yeah you're, you're losing you, you know you get yeah you, you accept you accept what what happened i hope and then it's you lose yeah again. exactly Okay, yeah. we're back. You know, it's like you never yeah. get to the you never get to the was it the acceptance phase or whatever. The, you never get to anything. You never get to the end. You just kind of just it's just a loop. You know? Yeah, and you know, I I think that's what I found that was lacking with my experience with doctors is the mental health aspect of the whole thing. Yes, you know, there's, yes. um, you, you know, it's do in my profession doing what I do, we're we're very aware of of uh the impacts of mental health and uh ptsd but ultimately mm-hmm. when it comes to um this condition like i i i definitely think that uh that the stress and anxiety and everything is compared like is certainly comparable to um um any um serious uh in my mind traumatic stress that you can go through it just happens over a longer period of time and it's it's, it's not an right. acute thing it's a, it's a chronic stress right so oh yeah um we haven't like i i definitely found that was lacking with with uh uh the medical system is is doctors didn't think about the uh uh the impact of your mental health and no um 
No, I think that's where uh, uh, peer support really, really comes into into play because no one oh, really yeah. knows what what people with uh, deteriorating deteriorating eye conditions go through better than people that have lived it, right? So, oh, I yeah. think that's where your podcast is probably uh, 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 quite beneficial. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, people. I've had uh, I did have I knew I had another guy come on here. Same same idea. He wanted to really share that aspect of things too and it was like it was nice because it was like you know even i hadn't thought about it, even though like yeah i i'm i'm bipolar i have anxiety i got a lot of anxiety issues and uh that definitely having the the eyesight it doesn't <laughs> on top of that it doesn't help at all yeah you know so and i know depression is definitely on the you know key point of things uh with our eye disease and and understandably you know mm-hmm. uh, my mom used to go to groups uh, when when I was growing up, I remember she used to go to a group and stuff like that. So, one hundred percent, yeah, it's definitely something that, yeah, they give you the diagnosis and and all that stuff, but there's yeah, no. They sort of give you, you a high wanna, five and go out the door. Yeah. <laughs> <Congratulations>. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, you might be blind. Uh, you might go blind. Yeah, but uh, that's all I got for you. Yeah. And yeah. There's no. Yeah. yeah. There's no. And there's no pamphlet. No. You know, there's no, there's no information. It's just like, here you go. Yeah. My doctor was very, I mean, I had the same doctor diagnosed as my mom's doctor and he was very just, yep. This is what you got. Looks like you got RP and that's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, no, yeah, you should go yeah. talk to a group. No, you know, you, you, they don't, yeah, they don't do that. Like they shouldn't go, Oh, here, here, here's some recommendations of, you know, some uh, groups you might want to look into or, well, I mean, it's a great thing yeah. about the Facebook group. That's wonderful. You know, I mean, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. But like, I, the big reason why I started this podcast is because I think it's better to hear people tell their story than it is when you post it on Facebook, because sometimes we just scroll, <laughs> you know, we're all guilty yeah. of just like, you know, we scroll and you know, maybe you catch a couple words and you're just like, oh, I don't know if I should, you know, comment on this or if I have anything to really give for this. So we're, and we all just, you know, to scroll. So it's nice to give, you know, someone like you or other people just like a chance to just have that stage to share this. And maybe somebody out there had a really similar experience and maybe they're on the other end of things. Maybe they're not doing so well, but they hear you yeah. know, that you're doing pretty well. And it's like, and for some reason that, you know, triggers something in them and they're like, okay, it's not gonna be so bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So it's good. I, uh, I guess on the on the flip side, when it comes to the grieving process and the uh, and everything, I um I did find sometimes I was wanting to avoid those Facebook pages because they they reminded yeah, yeah deny yes. it a little bit. Uh, gotcha. I got gotcha. you. Uh, sometimes it causes a little bit of anxiety reading about sort of what i might expect in the future right so yeah but you know if i know it though i I, to be honest i do the same thing yeah there are days where like okay i don't want to do i don't want to rp today yeah you know like okay like you see the post and you just read it and you're like i feel bad for this person and it sucks but there's sometimes just like i just i need a break like yeah especially especially, i mean i I run this podcast you know so like i just because i run this podcast doesn't mean i'm not on my own journey you know we're we're, yeah you know i'm still absolutely it's still going on you know um yeah but so yeah 
Yeah, the tough part about trying to take a break from RP is you can see it, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. Said, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like oh, don't think about it. It's tough. it's tough. I was like, actually, just the podcast I was just uh, on earlier today, um, this gentleman, he doesn't think, he he's good. Like, he doesn't think about it. He's like, why am I going to think about it? He's like, there's nothing I can do about it. I go, that's great. I go, but to me, like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I have moments where, like, lately where, you know, I get, like, it's almost like glare. And every other day, my vision changes. So it could be like, I could wake up today. I was like, today I'm fine. The mission's okay. Um, but maybe tomorrow I'll wake up and have that weird, like just my eyes are bothering me. And it's like, I can, I can there's nothing you can do but think about it because it's like constant glare. It's like being, it's like being looking at the sun, but it's just constant. So oh, yeah, definitely. how do you, how do you not think about it? You know, it, it would be fine yeah. if you just got like the vision loss. And it like, just mm -hmm. like people, like people, I think people think we just slowly are going blind and that's it, but that's not how it is. It's like, you know, my eyes hurt sometimes. The eyes get tired. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your sleep impacts, you know, how your eyes are. A lot of the things that we do that normal, like sighted people, it happens to them. It's more, we notice it more. Like for instance, if oh, you're yeah. working out, like if you work out and you're running on a treadmill, when your heart rate goes up, it's actually natural for you to lose a little vision. Hmm. but since we have little we have less vision so when you're active now it, it yeah you notice that even more than you would normally like normally you said people who have perfectly fair you you never get you heck we never like you're, you're probably not going to notice like some stuff now because you still got peripheral vision and things like that so you might not be aware of that little shift but when mm -hmm. you start when when the tunnel starts coming in now that little shift of oh i lost a little bit you know you know it's like oh you you notice it more so it's, yeah it, it's it's uh it's crazy so yeah. i got enough yeah definitely i'm curious because so you, you haven't so i'm trying to figure this out because every time i get someone i've only had a couple people on that are in their like early stages so to speak and i'm always wondering like because there's certain questions i ask and they're always obviously geared more towards people that have kind of been you know they've mm -hmm. been with rp at least and are they've experienced some of the tough parts of rp so yeah have have you have you any interaction with the wet floor sign yet oh yeah okay so <laughs> I, i'll tell i'll tell you has it begun uh, i'll tell you the story of my my first real interaction with the wet floor sign um so i after being sort of made aware of uh my eye condition i went down to like i would never been outside of canada so i i actually bought a one-way ticket to australia um because wow. I, I at the time like i was working in canada I, I was working construction and then i went and uh did wildfire season uh here in bc uh in 2017 it was a terrible wildfire season and I was working with a lot of Australians and I was working with a lot of New Zealanders and uh, they're like, yeah, like I wasn't sure what I was going to do after the season because of seasonal work. And uh, they said, just go get a working holiday visa down to Aus like Australia or something, you know, go, go adventure. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So um, two weeks after I got back from the forest fires, I, uh, I was on a plane to Brisbane because um, I, I wanted to see the world, you know, I, I've, at that point my mentality is was like okay well if i'm if i'm going to lose my vision i better i better get out yeah see yeah see some stuff um 
so I, I made a good friend uh, while I was down there and she, she worked at a, a fancy um, accounting office in this, in this beautiful high rise building downtown Brisbane. And it was, it was around Christmas time and, and her and I were, were hanging out, just walking around town and she needed to stop by her office to pick something up. Um, and so we walk into this, this lobby of this beautiful high rise and there's like Mark, marble floors and everything it was just fancy as like like fancy one of the fancier buildings i've been in i'm walking across the uh, the lobby and there's a wet floor sign that i didn't see <laughs> and i <laughs> I, hooked, I hooked the bottom of it perfectly with my foot did you punch so, it like you like you launched oh, it yeah yeah about 20 feet <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and awesome. it flew and and before we went to just like this is a really nice building, you know, just sort of be on your best behavior, you know, this. Is oh, like geez. <laughs> and you're just like, Wee! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, what are you doing? It's like, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. That's, that's, that's a great story. Yeah. Too bad you couldn't have been like, it's good. Oh my god, like I'm worried. Like, I, most stories they hear for the first, like, you know, people's first interactions more like, you know, they almost fall, you know, or you know, you, you can't find it because you knock it over and you can't, you know, you can't find it. Like, that's even that's like that's the best because at least, like, it's not super like in terms of embarrassing where, where it's like it's a huge, like a bunch of people around and you knock it down, and it makes that you know, awful loud noise, and you're like. And that's really the most, that's the problem. It's not so much like knocking it over. It's a, like, it makes that, it just goes down. And it's like, of course it has to be when a bunch of people are around and you're like, hi, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not drunk, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one thing if you ever came with you, if you, you know, if you're, when, when you get to that, that, that part, cause it's like, oh, okay. He it, obviously visual, you know, impairment or whatever, you know, they put that together at least. But when you're someone like, mm -hmm. you know, walking and you don't have a cane, you are a normal person. And now you become a drunk because <laughs> yeah, you're, exactly. you're, you're yeah. launching wet floor signs that are your, yeah. you know, that, that they might've been like, it would go, but what are you, why are you doing that? Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, I didn't see that. Oh my God. That's so good. That's the best one. I think that might be, that's up to like of stories I've heard. <laughs> The previous guy, the previous guy who I had earlier today was his first interaction was at a, at a Wendy's and he says he went in and I guess he went to, oh, he had, he had his food and he went to go walk, boom, you know, knocks one over. So now, you know, so he puts his food down, he goes to get, goes to pick that sign up, gets, gets that all set gets his food, gets to, goes to move. There's two wet floor signs. Launches, knocks that one over. <laughs> oh, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like, oh, he's like, what are the, like, he goes, you know what I did? I go, what? He's like, I just kept walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that point, yeah, just, yeah. That's why I figured, like, sometimes you know what you got to do. You just got to own it. You just knock it over and you just, was that your only experience since then? Or have you? Oh, um, you know what? I, I've probably still your done nemesis? it so many times now that I what I I do hit them now and then, um, but not in such. I I haven't Mom. had an overly embarrassing experience <laughs> since then. Okay, um, you're not you're not violent about I, it. I, I can play it off pretty easily. Just, you know, oh, oops. 
Um, oh, because you realize, you know what, everybody, uh, you know, I, I, I sometimes wonder, I'm, I'm assuming that, you know, actual sighted people probably also probably do occasionally knock them down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. But like, yeah, I was, that, that, it happens. Yeah. That, that, that first one, not only did I knock it over, it actually came up into my visual field first. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. The fact yeah. that you met, you managed to hook it like so perfectly just there. Hey, at least it's not in your way. You didn't fall. You're safe. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> clear out of my way. Yeah. I tell you, I, I just did a, a, it. This and this was like one of those. It reminded me like it being a sombering feeling that I just did a a race, a half marathon this past uh, weekend. And uh, oh, nice. Good I thank you. I saw a, I saw a guy who is fully sighted totally run into a mailbox he oh yeah go, yeah he went to go run out he went to go run around another runner and he literally just was like wow right into a mailbox and then kept running i was like and there's part of me going wow that sucked for him and then there's our part of me going wow like there are other there's sighted people do stuff like that too <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good it's like a good deal like, like oh all right like I'm not, uh, I'm not totally alone, you know, in terms of, yeah, mm-hmm. it doesn't just physically impaired people that do ridiculous things like that. And you, <laughs> sometimes you're just not paying attention, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh man. So, well, I- I'm so curious because since you're so early on, I want to know, um, let's say it all goes away. Like you get your vision all back. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that, does that change anything for you? Like, what's the first thing you're going to do? Is there something you, I mean, do you think you'd go back to being a, you know, jump into being a fireman, you know, like, do, like, is there like, well, or... I actually still work as a firefighter. Um, I'm, I've sort of clinging on to it uh, until okay. I become a liability, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you'll know when the time is right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where, you know, then I think I'm just transitioning to fire prevention and, and building inspections. Okay. Um, okay. But, uh, if it were to all go away, um, that, well, I guess ultimately, I'd, I don't think I've, I'm fortunate enough at the, at the present moment that I haven't lost uh, too many, like I haven't lost my driver's license yet. Or, yeah, right. Or You're still early, early getting my right. path. So I'm, I'm, no, I'm right. very, very thankful for that. Uh, and my heart certainly goes out to those who are further along their journey than I am. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't change too much. Um, I think it would just give me the freedom to, to plan my future in a way that I actually want to, to live it. You know, I think that was one of the biggest hurdles for me is I've, I've always been someone who has a strategic plan and thinking for, forward, you know, this is what my career is going to look like. This is what yeah, my life is going to look yeah. like. I know you can't do that anyway because life always throws curveballs. Oh no! Uh, right, absolutely. But no, you're but, right. No, uh, I. You, you, but RP, you can't do that because you can't look and go. Because I'm, I do this, and I remember being your age, and I remember, you, you, you know, you know, you can't do the five year plan because yeah. you can't be like, oh, well, five years, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do this, and I'll, I'll have this, and I'll do this. You don't know, know your vision. You don't know yet you're going to be able to do that you know, in yeah. five years. So yeah. you have to kind of live for the day. You have to go day by day or, you know, you, you can't think that far out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does, it does definitely mess you, you know, you know, your brain. Yeah. 
and, and you know some things that you would never even consider like with five-year plan that like that's a great example it's like okay well five-year plan well you know my job right now is a um you, you know quite a hands-on physical job that mm -hmm. requires me to have my vision right so right you know five years from now say if i were to buy a house like i don't own a house right now the canadian housing market is is a little crazy and uh oh so, it's, it, so it's crazy here too yeah, yeah yeah so um uh it's like okay well you know i would like to buy a house but also you know a mortgage is 25 years how am i going to pay for it in five years if i'm not making the same say, amount of money because it's my like, job yeah. Mess it, yeah you know yeah. um and that it's those things that that I guess people that don't haven't experienced it would never even think about, right? Or saving up, um, like you know, I'm guilty. I suck at money, and I always have. And I think a lot of the reason why is because I have to do things now, so I have to yeah. spend that money now because I have to do this thing now because I'm running out of time. Like yeah, in my, and in yeah. my mind, it's I it's okay for to do this because and not save this money because mm -hmm. I should spend it now because I can do this thing now. And that's, that, that was what validates that. So now it's like, you run that experience all the time. Cause you're like, Oh, everyone's like, well, why don't you just save your money and just wait to next year to do that? There's, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how my next year is looking. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah exactly. And, um, you know, I, it's funny. I've, I thought about the whole, you know, what if I won the lottery sort of thing? Okay. It's like down the road, you know, if I won the lottery while I was blind, what would it matter? Like, you like you, I can't buy a fast, like a fast car, a fast car or you whatever, know, yeah. <laughs> and, and those material things don't matter at that point. Right. Because you can't really see them anyway, as long as you're comfortable and, and, you know, have enough creature comforts to survive in my mind, it's like, well, you know, when you can't see the material things, they materialism doesn't matter anymore. You wouldn't, right? you wouldn't want to, yeah. And you wouldn't want a big house because that means just more things to walk into and, <laughs> you'd want to live more like actually in a more cozy smaller comfortable house one level you know yeah like yeah no absolutely things that you would normally do if you want to get a nice big house and you know garage you know a bunch of cars and you know like yeah no total totally different perspective yeah yep people that's the that's the mental thing you're talking about earlier that's the thing that people don't think about what it rp that it doesn't just affect your eyesight it affects your whole thought process of mm -hmm. life because it does yeah you know, like think because you like I said right now if you don't have it you're already thinking oh yeah five years i'm going to do this i'm going to you know and you're going to do you're going to be you're not you're not thinking oh i'll transition to the next right now you're thinking oh i'm going to work as long as i can until i have to go to a lower position that is not yeah. as you know that i can you do without my without without necessarily having good vision Whereas before mm -hmm. you're not thinking that that would be the farthest thing from your mind, you know, you know, exactly. <laughs> more of, thinking, you know, oh. what, what's my career going to look like until I get to retire at 65. And then, you know, after, yeah, retirement, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah. What I, yep. Okay. I'm gonna, oh, what am I going to do next? I'll go to the next level. I'll do this. And I'm going to do this until 165. I'll retire or this age I'll retire. And then I'll go see, you know, I'll go see the world and maybe I'll go do this. Like, it's like, no, like none of that. Now you're like, I got to see the world as soon as I can. And like so yeah. that, like that's almost like I thought now. Like now, before it's you, you. I think normal people, because this is the problem. We don't think like normal people. Normal people go, you know, all right, 
when I'm 65, here's my list of things that I'm going to do when I retire. And you, and you have that ready. So when you retire, you start, you know, you, do, you kind of work that off. We have the RP bucket list. We got to start yeah, working exactly. on that. And yeah. we got to work that off now. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you know, we have to do it now. Like we're already doing it. Like anything I do now, it's like, oh, cool. I did that. All right. Cross off the list, you know, things I, you know, want to do before I can't see them anymore, you know, and it's, it's a complete, it's weird being also, you know, when, when my wife who's cited, cause you're like, well, I'll look at her and say, Hey, you know, when you retire, I want to, we should go, you know, go cross country around, you know, take an RV or whatever and just drive cross country for a year. It, and then I'm thinking to myself, that might not even be fun anyway. By the time I'm 65, that might not even be something I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, because it might be like you're, like you're saying, like, what's the point? Like at that point, like if it's yeah. really, I'd be I happy just being loud moving box for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I would probably, I would probably still do it for her, like because obviously yeah. she could still see and enjoy the sights, and she, and I would just have her describe everything to me. Um, so it'd be probably just at least the experience, like at least I would you know take in the smells and and um I would I would focus on the other things that you normally wouldn't because I know I'm used to having to use my other senses. So I would just soak up like the sounds and, and, and the smells of other areas and, and things like that. And so mm-hmm. I get that, but I don't know. But yeah, it's, it definitely, it's, it's a completely different world when you have this. And I think it's funny how people are just, oh, you're just going, you're just going blind. Like, it's just like, that's, it's only a physical thing that you're dealing with, but it's not. It's like a whole, no. it sets off a whole. I, yeah, exactly. I would, I would say the mental aspect of it's been yeah, huge. Uh, uh, just as challenging, if not more challenging than uh, at this point in time, because I'm still, you know, still in the early stages of my, my journey. Right. Um, but. Uh, and you're um, male. Males, we have hmm. pride. Like we're like, you know, we tend to be like, you know, take pride in certain things and having to be a man you know you know like we want to you know we want to be the the hero we want to be the it's it's harder forever (laughs) yeah look at you're you're here you're they're a legitimate hero like it's like and like and all of a sudden this thing is like taking away your your superpower so to speak and and now you kind of have to like ask other people for help and that's tough sometimes mm-hmm. if you got pride okay. and all that stuff and you want to you still want to be you like i you know i'm cam like that's who i am like i'm going to continue mm-hmm. to be cam like it's like but no you can't yeah. like you know or you're the rock for the family like you know if you get married you have kids you're you're you know like my wife looks at me as like the rock and i tell her like you gotta start learning how to do some of the things that i do because mm-hmm. there's going to come and one day and it's going to come fast. Like one day I'm just going to wake up and look at you and say, I can't do that anymore. And now mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're going to be, you know, now we're, now we're in trouble because you don't know how to do it. Now I can teach yeah. you now while I still have sight, you know, cause I can't, the, the rock is, is, is cracking. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. yes, I'm yeah. still mowing a lawn. Yes. I'm still taking care of the house, but it's, it's, it's going to be, it becomes more and more and more difficult. So you know, mm-hmm. and of course there's that pressure on me, you know, so that's added. So we're already like normal men, normal men who don't have disabilities and things like that already deal with that as, as it is, you know, with that struggle, yeah. you're a man, you want to, you know, provide for your, you know, your, your pet, your family, and you want to do this and you want to be able to do that. And, but now you can't do that. Yeah. And now you have to look what? at your, your significant other and say, Hey, I need help. <laughs> 
it's it's certainly a humbling experience. Um, right, right. You know, it, and you know what? I think, uh, yeah. Over the years, I've been trying to sort of turn uh, turn it into the most positive thing that I, I can. The most, you know, I, I'm trying to find <laughs> the positive aspects of it for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think um, when it comes to how I've allowed it to develop my character, um, it's, I don't know how to say, of course, I'd rather live life without RP, just like anybody. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, of course. I, yeah, I would too. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. But, and you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate the person that it's, it's forced me to become. And you know what, you know, that's very popular on here, man. Like a lot of people I have, a lot of people, I've actually asked people, you know, Hey, if you get your vision back, what would you do? You know, and they look at me and go, I wouldn't change anything. I'm way, I've done more things because of RP than I probably would have mm -hmm. done had I not had it. So you kind of look at RP yeah. as like RP almost pushes you. Like, like I was saying a moment ago, I got to do that. I got to do that now because yeah. I don't know how much time I got. Like, so it's all, it, you could take that energy, you could take that drive and apply it to other things. Whereas maybe oh, if you had, up a bit. oh, I think I'm losing you. You're frozen. Oh, now you're good. Now you're good. You're moving now. Can you hear me? Oh, now you're frozen again. Hello. I need like one of those things that says we're having, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Are you there? Good. Oh, there. I think I you're back now. Yeah, you froze up. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. what, 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 what were we just talking about? <laughs> um, uh, because of RP, we have to do things right now. You know, and I, I completely oh, yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. just like, it, it, but you have to, and you use that. Like I say, you use that energy to like, you could channel that if you're good. Because if you were fully sighted, you know, and regular, maybe you'd be more lazy because you'd be like well i got i got time i got time yeah. yeah so it almost you could be a good it's like a lot of people you know we all see it actually it's, sometimes it's a good thing like you know i don't know what i would be doing like right now like i i you know between running this podcast which i you know enjoy doing and um the youtube channel and all that stuff i run and and uh i participate in other like you know athletic events as a visually impaired athlete trying to inspire other people like i wouldn't be that mm -hmm. person yeah. You know? So who would I be? I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'd be doing all these cool things and had all these mm -hmm. cool experiences. If, if it, if I was just, just my two I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So that's yeah, great. That stuff. So um, it's, a way, it's a great way to look at it though. You know, it's a great way to be like, yeah, you know what, this is a curse. It's a, it's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's it's tough to, it's tough to wrap your head around that for sure but it really is um, it is and especially if you're like especially for you you're still like you're in that early you said you're in that early stages so it's tough to really looking hey you know this is awesome actually like but you're getting there you know like yeah you're starting to yeah. understand that it's like this is a good um thing. well you know one of the biggest biggest challenges for me when i first learned about it and was told that i could you know be in my career anymore is that I, I i felt like i lost my purpose like i didn't know what to do with my life right um right. and then i've realized since then i've learned that you know rp 
can be a purpose of its own right and absolutely and, man you know yeah or you know supporting other people on their journey um and just just sort of capitalizing off the, the lived experience and the um um and the i don't even know uh i don't know how to explain it but um, I, I know i got I, I was starting to blank there but i'm thinking we all we all we all I think we all get what you're talking about yeah yeah and we have kids so, if you, if you do, if you, if, I don't know if you're, if you're planning to have kids or if that's something you want to do, but that's also going to change your world because that's going to make yeah, you, like, Hey, I'm going to make sure that I do this because, you know, I want to set this good example for my daughter or something, whatever, and show them that, Hey, just cause you have a disability doesn't mean you can't do anything. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, so now, yeah, no, it's going to, yeah, it's a good, it's point all, it's too. All good. good point. It's all good. It's um, all good. Yeah. I guess they, uh i'm i've also struggled with uh uh anxiety around passing it along to a child right with it being yep. a genetic mm -hmm. um, uh condition so it's you know i think that's a bridge i'll i'll cross when i get to it um that's why that's what i do dude i went i went the same way man and i was like i went from being in my teens saying oh i can't wait to be a dad and then it was like then i went from nope don't want to pass that on i don't want i don't want some you know my kid to have what i have and then i met my wife mm -hmm. and and it was like i think just before i met my wife it was like where i kind of i shifted back to i didn't care anymore i want to have kids i'm not because then because if you if if you make that decision based on your disease then the disease wins so yeah exactly it's and it's <laughs> you gotta make you point. have you yeah. have to make you have to make that decision for you if you decide you don't want kids that's 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 and you make the decision because oh i just don't want kids you know that's fine but to make the decision mm -hmm. and say i don't want to have kids because i don't want to bring someone into the world because they're going to have this you're losing out on an amazing experience because of that and you're an rp made that decision you didn't make that decision rp did and that's unfair it's like no. exactly and you know what that's a that's a great point um and that reminds me of sort of how i started how I first started to come to terms with um, having RP. And because one of the biggest challenges is I, I didn't feel like I was in control anymore. And I've, I've always been someone who, um, you know, is in control of their life and, you know, is overcomes challenges, right? And I didn't feel like I could do that anymore. You know, I, I felt like that was ripped out from underneath me. Um, and then I realized that uh, I needed to own it. So I started off small and that was, you know, um, I have two choices, live with RP, like exist with RP or yeah. don't exist. Right. Well, that's an easy choice. I'm going to exist with RP because ultimately um, with the ex ex exception of this condition, I have a beautiful, wonderful life that I wouldn't change. Um, and I'm incredibly fortunate for that. So there was the first choice I got to make. I, I got to choose to have RP because you know, <laughs> yeah. of course I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't going right. to not exist. Right. So right. once I started thinking in that frame of mind, um, I slowly got to be able to, um, to control, uh, and my life own it and, and not, you know, as you say, let the RP win because 
you know, if, if I'm taking ownership of all of these things, then it, it becomes my choice instead of something that's happening to me. Right. Yep. And that, that was um, definitely a turning point. And you, you know, sure. there might come a time when you can't drive anymore. And mm-hmm. I would, I don't want to, I didn't like when I stopped driving, it was me. I didn't let a doctor tell me I couldn't drive. Like, no, I decided on my own. I said, I, I will decide that and say, you know, cause once again, if a doctor, if I go in and that doctor says, well, Hey, you know, you have to take your license. That would suck. Cause that's like, that's out of my control. That just, like, yeah. that was something that I just got to, it's one thing, but if you do it soon enough, when you know, just before that kind of happens and you know, you get that vibe, like, Hey, I shouldn't really be driving anymore. Like, and you decide, mm-hmm. you decide that that's cool. Like, you know, you're like, cause you're like, yeah, you know what? RP didn't win. I, I chose that. I chose to stop, you know? I always compare. Here's my new my new analogy now because I'm a Superman fan, and I and I look at it this way. And I said this once. I and the episode's not out yet, but I say this. Picture it this way: Superman's powers gets taken away, right? If Superman mm-hmm. didn't have his powers and he's all of a sudden just Clark Kent, he'd still be doing heroic things. It doing it. The superpowers, yes, make him Superman and make him and mm-hmm. be able to do some of these amazing things, but that doesn't change him as who the person he is he's still gonna yeah. clark okay clark can't can't fly now now he's he lost his power now he's just clark can't he can't fly he's not invulnerable mm-hmm. he's not whatever he could be sad about it and be like oh you know well it looks like i'm, I'm my my days of being a superhero no like he, he, his days of being a superhero are over he's still he's still clark Kent is superman is you know that, that's that's who he is like that's you know the powers don't make that so like just yeah. because we don't have good eyesight, you know, it doesn't define that. It doesn't make you like you're still Camp Clark, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and just because you're losing your, your vision, it doesn't change that. You're, st- you should, you're still going to do the same. You should do the same things that Camp Clark would do because mm-hmm. just, it's still you, you know, you'll find a way to do yeah, it. Maybe you can't do it traditional way, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so, you know, Clark Kent's going to go and maybe he's going to go join like you know be a volunteer fireman <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> yeah. you know he can't he can no longer put out fires the traditional the way he used to with his freeze breath or whatever you know blow it out but yeah he can you know go join and yeah. be a fireman or he could go and be a police officer he can go and join the army yeah. or whatever like there's there's other things for clark can't do because he still has that heroics like spirit about him he's still that's still him he's still superman he just doesn't mm-hmm. have powers so I look at it this way. My power had gotten taken from me, but I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still, yeah. So my two be act. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that's, yeah, some, exactly. I don't know, that's my new way of looking at it. You know, we're still, we're still going to do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think, um, and you know, that's a great analogy with, with Superman. And I would argue to say that it's Superman is, you know, is, uh, would be even more impressive without his powers because he's doing it despite, almost like batman you know like you think you know yeah you know, exactly like you said he's able to he's yeah he's doing something like he's not super he's just somebody that chose to you know to fight back and you know yeah so if 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 batman can do it without superpowers and you know i think actually if anything that's probably what clark kent would probably am doing you know? yeah and you know kal-el anyway you know when he when he became when if that really happened to superman he'd be like well geez he he'd soak for a day and then batman would probably come over and say dude i don't have superpowers and i'm batman like get, get up get up you know you can still get yeah. you can still do things 
I can't fly. I can't do this, but I, I make my own, I, I figured stuff out, you know, look at Iron, look at Iron Man in the Marvel universe, man. Like he's, he don't have superpowers. They, yeah, they, that's just a smart man. Yeah. yeah, man. They just figured, you know, it just, it's just a man who mm-hmm. figured something out. Like there's a problem. How can I, you know, how can I solve that problem? How can I do that? Like, yeah. so maybe you can't jump over, maybe you can't jump over this wall that's in front of you, but there's another way around it. Yeah. You know? You know, there's there's yeah. there's a ways to get through that obstacle. We just have to figure it out, and it's all part of that journey. Is trying to figure out, like, okay, I, you know, like you say, you know, you're, you're you know, you're a fireman, but you want to continue doing it. Maybe there's other things you can do. You'll and you'll figure that out. Yeah. When you get yeah. to it, you know, there's no point in yeah, like, what, am I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do when I get to you know I can't do this job and anymore? I, no. And I did that for a while. You know, I actually, like saying, um, yeah, I. Uh, I somewhat changed careers for a while thinking that uh, uh, sort of preemptively um, uh, thinking that, you know, well, I can't do that anymore. It's like, well, that's not true. You know, I have all this. Yeah, you still do it. Right. I still can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so now I'm back to it. And it's, it was, that's awesome. It was a great I love that. I love that because I've had people on here who their doctor, you know, said to them, Oh, you know, go back to school or don't, or don't do this because you're not gonna be able to do that. Find something you can do now for the rest of your life, but well, cause you're going to be mm-hmm. going blind, but why? And like I went to school, I knew I was going blind. I still went to college to be a graphic artist. I graduated. I got a job. I worked out for 10 years before I had to leave you know, due to my vision. And not because I couldn't do it, because I still actually do it. I mean, I designed the logo behind me. Um, I still mm-hmm. do that stuff. I just can't work in an office because it's a little more just, it, was, it just became dangerous for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, if I had, and I met so many cool people in my college, I met so many cool people at, and over the 10 years at, you know, at my job, that, that, that college got me. And if I was like, uh, well, I have RP and, you know, I probably shouldn't do this because you know, I should probably pick something that I'm going to be able to do for the rest of my life. I would have never done this. And I wouldn't, yeah. you know, like, it's just ridiculous. No, like you could still do it. If you could do it right now today, then do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Well, so, you know, it's that's sort awesome. of back to the, the Superman analogy. Um, it, I always sort of, uh, I don't know if I chuckled at it, but um, before I ever <laughs> learned about RP, yeah. Um, I had always admired people that overcame great adversity and still succeeded, you know, some of those stories out there. And, uh, you know, after I got RP, you know, a couple of years into sort of processing the whole thing, it's like, hey, well, <laughs> you've always admired people that overcame adversity. Here's your chance. You right. You're, you've become um, the very thing that like, yeah, that yeah. You, uh, admire. yeah. So now it's like, OK, well, you know, how far can I go? in life while carrying a burden that most others don't. Um, yep. So, you know, that's sort of the goal, I guess. The five-year plan <laughs> is to overcome, yeah. right? Because like, you know, like, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, like maybe, you know, it'd be nice to like have that feeling of saving somebody's life, knowing that you're still there. You're still doing your thing. And like, you know, and you got to still have opportunities to do that before you know maybe you had to trend you know go figure out where you're going to go to next and do next you know instead of being like nope not doing that and now you missed out, yeah, exactly. you missed out maybe all these opportunities maybe you know that you know you know you really would have enjoyed and um 
and changed you in a way, you know, so that, and, and actually what you're doing now, I feel is like going to like toughen you up for, for that change. You'll be more geared mm-hmm. up now because you've already been, you'll, you've gone through the battle and now yeah. you're going to that next stage of the war and, you know, and, mm-hmm. and there you go. Like, that's what, I mean, yeah. that's just how I look at it. I mean, that's how, I mean, when I, I got to a point where at my work, I just, like I said, I was tripping in over things and people were leaving things in the aisles and they shouldn't. And I didn't really want to be singled out as the one you know, visually impaired guy there. And uh, my work was not letting me work from home, which they ironically are allowing now. Uh, um, cool. But so I just like, you know what? They're like, we can, we can fire you so you can collect, like let you go. But basically we let you go so you can collect. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to do that instead because I was already stopping driving and all that stuff. And I didn't just, I didn't want to deal with the burden. So that was the obstacle. Cause like, here we go. Now it's in front of me. Now I have a choice. I could stay here at this job and try to make it work, rely on rides, stress out about it, do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Or I can just go on and be, go on disability and become a stay at home dad, enjoy some time with my son, you know, that like most kids his age at that time didn't get. And that's what I did. You know, I got yeah. to hang out with my stuff for like, my son for almost two years i'm told my son went to kindergarten and i got to hang out with him like every day we got to like go outside play do you know things that like most parents don't get now because most parents nowadays both you know both work and yeah. their kids go to daycare yeah. so i got like all oh, this awesome time and i don't regret it all at all so mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome and had i stayed maybe it would be different mm-hmm. you know and i wouldn't have had the fun time so it's like you you, you have to wait to that obstacle come i feel anyway you have to wait till it comes in front of you and then you 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 figure that's when you decide how you're gonna handle it don't don't plan for a future that you don't even know you know you're planning for a future you don't even know about exactly you know like oh well i better be i better do something that just in case i go blind well what if you don't (laughs) what if at the age of the guy i just had on is 62 still has sight Mm -hmm. he got diagnosed the same age as me he got diagnosed at 14. He's 62 now. And he has like, and he has, he's still, I mean, he has really extreme tunnel vision, probably less than mine. Uh, But he said to me, he's like, I still, he still plays video games. He still has. So, so yeah, that's, that's a huge, imagine if he changed it. Maybe if he, but if if that guy decided, Hey, I'm going to do something different because I might be blind. And all of a sudden here he is 62. He still got sight and he missed out on things. Yeah. But my mom is, uh, um, my mom has it and she's in her early sixties. Um, hey, mom has it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh. her vision is only marginally worse than mine. That's a good bench. Uh-huh. That's a good way to look. You see, that's how you have to look at. Yeah, you're how like my mom was like. I think lights and shadows sometimes around like when she was like after fifty eight. I think. Oh yeah. So, yeah. And that's how I look at. It. I, yeah. I've been trying to. I've actually been competing with my mom. I just tried to outlast her. I drove longer than she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my go a yeah. long time ago. I'm telling you, a long time ago. I said uh, my mom stopped driving. Like, I think in her early 30s or like late 20s, and I was like, I'm gonna drive to 35. And I said this a long time mm-hmm. ago. Uh, so guess what? I drove. I stopped driving my birthday when I turned 35. So uh-huh. yeah, I yeah. may see. And it's funny thing. I that's one of the rare future things that I said. Like I said, like maybe I might, I think I made that when I was like in my twenties, I said, I'm going to drive to 35. That's my goal. And mm-hmm. I did. So yeah. you'll know, you know, but don't, yeah, yeah. but don't, don't like, it's, I, I just can't stand. Like, it's so tough hearing people that plan things. And I said, and I'm glad that they're happy. A lot of people are happy though. And then they feel they made the right decision. Mm-hmm. And I always say, Hey, you're where you're, 
you're where you're meant to be. Like depending on, you know, your life, you're, you're living the life you're meant to live. Um, yeah. But if, but if I can help somebody like who's just starting out and if I could say anything like that, that's what I would say. I'd say, don't just do what you want to do. Do, do what that, what you would do. Like, don't go, well, I have no, no, don't add that. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you can physically do the job, do the job, you know, if yeah, that's exactly. what you like. But yeah. What comes to worst you do it for a year? Right? Yeah. No, like, yeah, exactly. like, what's comes worse? You, okay, you hang on for one more year, but maybe you have mm-hmm. a really great time and you meet some really cool people and you just have a great experience and you would have never had. And you know, maybe you meet someone along the way in that during that time that tra- helps you transition to that next career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might have an instance where you just happen to meet somebody and you wouldn't have been there if had you not done that. And it's just, I just believe in all that kind of stuff that like decisions that you make impact that greatly and it's going to help you there's a reason you're there like if so if if you decide you're going to be a fireman you're going to stay this for as long as you can there's a reason why you're doing that you're meant to be Mm -hmm. there so yeah that's that's cool but thank you so much you've been awesome and like see i i know i'm always amazed that it doesn't matter like what 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 stage you people go on the show man like i think everybody gets something out of it you know Mm -hmm. and i love yeah definitely thank you for having me you're welcome. Because um, I know people always think, oh, well, I've had people come, you know, come on or ask me, hey, I'd be interested in coming on. I just don't know if I have, you know, a lot really to offer because I, I'm just, I just started out on this or, you know, my vision's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, you know what though? It's like, you still have a perspective, you know, you yeah. still have something because there's all, there's a lot of people getting diagnosed. So mm-hmm. they might want to hear, you know, it's gonna be nice to hear somebody who same you know same boat as them you know we're all at different totally. stages you know so you know and totally. i've had people on from every spectrum i've had people blind i've had people who who had i've, I've had some ushers on uh, two times uh, mm-hmm. uh i've had you know people perfectly fine like perfectly like you perfectly you know like not really too still early and you know mm-hmm. and are in the middle i've had people around me like kind of like you know extreme tunnel vision and stuff like that so it's cool. That's what's so good about this podcast. You know, mm-hmm. that. And plus, you know, you get to chat about RP and somebody actually understands what the heck you're talking about. Totally. <laughs> Not you know, you mentioned yeah. to your friends and be like, what? Yeah. Can't you <laughs> but, get LASIK? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I can't get LASIK. <laughs> Is that something you get? Just put, what about better glasses or something? Like, you're yeah. like that's not how it works. Yeah. Oh, I had this. Oh, I had this happen to me, man. Like, um, I couldn't see anything without my glasses, so I totally understand what it's like. Like, like, no, yeah. you know, it's uh, not, that isn't hey. the same thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, does that just mean you can't be a pilot? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love all that stuff. And that's the, those yeah. are the moments you got to laugh about. You're like, that's, yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shit, you're in Canada. That's yeah, right. I keep we're on the same, we're on the same time zone. So, uh, so enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, whatever you're doing you too. and i'll i'll try i gotta go pick my son up so that's my next adventure <laughs> right <on. laughs> well, have a good one cam take care yeah nice to meet you and this has been another great episode of living free with rp head over to facebook hit that like button and i will see you guys in the next episode